Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. Um, it's been a while. It's been a long while since my last uh, episode. I believe the last time I posted was when I was talking about Liverpool becoming champions of Europe. And um, yeah, it was a fantastic end to last season, claiming our sixth European, sixth European European title. Um, in great circumstances, um, yeah, it's been a while. Um, uh, usually my aim, I believe, at the end of the last episode, I was gonna say, oh, I think I mentioned I'll be covering transfer news, and um, like I did the season before with Fabinho, with Shakiri, um, Allison, that sort of thing, but um, there's been no signings. So <laughs> that's why I haven't really done an episode. So I just thought, let me do an episode on the lack of signings, shall we? Just and yeah, and let me just warm myself up because I know the Premier League season is twelve days away now. Yeah, so a lot has hap- a lot has happened and not happened. Between last last season, the end of since the Champions League final and today, um, yeah, Liverpool haven't signed anyone. And recently on the LFC Twitter and maybe other social media accounts, there's been a recent meltdown about why there's no signings. Oh, we're champions of Europe. We should be signing X Y Z. Um. And it's been an us against them kind of civil war battle. Think of Avengers, but like civil war between a certain number, a fan base divided between back Klopp, um, back FSG. Klopp knows what he's doing. Um, and the other side is. We need to sign someone. It's a summer transfer window. How can you not sign someone? Look what other teams are doing. We need to make sure we sign someone, sign someone. Because Man City pipped us by one point and, and, and X, Y, and Z. And you got that fan side, fan base. And you probably want to hear, probably don't want to hear, but I'm going to share my opinion anyway. What side I'm leaning towards? I mean, there's very valid, there's valid points on both sides of the table. Um... So firstly, why has there been no signings? Why has Klopp or FSG or Mike Edwards decided let's not let let there not be any signings? Um I've got a theory. I think Klopp's head is thinking right. And for most of you that didn't know this this season there's going to be a winter break this year. For the first time ever in the Premier League season, there's finally going to be a winter break. And I think this is happening end of January and February. End of no, end of January to like February, like 2 weeks. I'm not exactly sure when it's scheduled for, but it's around January and February. And if you have heavily followed the Liverpool like I have during the era Klopp era, um where where does he usually plateau a little bit? January and February. Right? 
January, February is the struggle where the wins that we should have had become draws. Or the draws... Um, we get knocked out the FA Cup early. We go, we go to Marbella for a training camp. That sort of thing. And I think Klopp has decided this winter break... It may sound far-fetched to people. Might be a good reason why I don't need to sign anyone because look how heavy the December transfer period, December, the December um, Xmas, Christmas festive um, fixture schedule is. You're playing X amount of games in a short period of time. Players will suffer burnout, and they could suffer burnout. He's right. He's very right, but I think he's thinking. My players are strong enough, are capable enough to ride this wave until the winter break happens. And if you have seen the schedule recently, I think it was posted last week. It was mentioned we Liverpool could play 10 games in December. Because now we've won the Champions League, it automatically enters us into the Club World Cup, which will be in Qatar this December. Um, so yeah so that's another two games we need to play and I think it's a trophy Klopp will take seriously because Liverpool have never won it before and obviously winning trophies breeds confidence so I can't see why he would be reluctant not to take it seriously Um, but it's up to 10 games but it depends on if we get to the Carabao Cup quarter final which I'll be very honest with you I think Klopp will play a weakened side for that for that competition I don't think he cares about a Carabao Cup so it will amaze me if we reach a quarter final in that club um, around that same period you have West Ham away which I believe they're going to move to March so it might be a game that we have to play in midweek um and yeah, and I think the December fixture list is relatively kind. If from what I remember, I don't think we're playing the top six opposition. And also, you got the the Champions League, the six the six fixture. Or yeah, whoever you play twice, obviously you got the final fixture in the Champions League that to account for again. But let's say Liverpool qualify. With two games spare or one game spare, we don't have to. We can play reserves or whatever, cause we've already qualified, so it wasn't. It wouldn't matter in that sense, right? So is it really ten games? No, I'd say it's about seven, which is pretty much. It's okay, you know. You have to play, which is pretty. Much, is okay or pretty much the standard? I'd say. You've got to play maybe one or two games more because of this Club World Cup. But other than that, it's no different to what other Premier League teams have to go through. So that's one reason why I don't think we're signing anyone. Um, now, let me talk about the other side. Where are the signings? Why, why is there not any? Why is there a lack of signings? And I'm going to play devil's advocate for that side now. Um, you can see where the meltdown from LFC reaction from LFC Twitter is coming from or social media. Uh, you're seeing your rival strengthen. 
Um, Arsenal have now signed Pepe, the winger from Lille, um, for eighty million pounds. Now, Liverpool fans are asking, why didn't Mike Edwards, FSG, Klopp pursue this guy? He's talented. He's a winger. He provide competition for the top three. Um, for the front three. He knows how to score. He knows how to assist. Why hasn't Klopp signed him? Why didn't Klopp bother to pursue him? Why didn't FSG bother to pursue him? Well, firstly, I do not think Jurgen Klopp will sign an £80 million player to sit on the bench. And for that reason, I don't think he... For that reason, it's very valid. Why would you sign an £80 million player to sit on the bench? It doesn't make sense to me. Yes, it will add squad depth, don't get me wrong. But if you've just signed, why would we keep you on the bench? And I think Liverpool Twitter have been caught in this utopia world of what Man City are doing and what their squad depth is. We're seeing, we're, we're forever comparing ourselves to Manchester City's squad depth. When the reality is, we will never have a Man City squad depth. They're run on oil money. Their football model is different. They can pick up signings like that if they want to. And it's not just top signings. It's a system. Guardiola signs players specifically for that system. And he doesn't care if the players are on the bench. Whereas Klopp has this sentiment side. He can be ruthless at times. But. I think Klopp is a lot more sentimental than Pep Guardiola in terms of who gets game time, loyalty, who deserves it with rewards, that sort of thing. Um, We've let Moreno and Sturridge go on a free transfer to their respective club, to whatever respective clubs. I don't even think Sturridge has signed to a club yet. Um... So that reason people were asking, we could have signed a backup striker, but Origi signed a new contract, and it's rightly and he deserves the contract. He deserves a new contract. The in the run in to the Premier League and the Champions League, he's come clutch for Liverpool. This is facts. He's proven he he was so under the radar and forgotten about. And then he come, he come out of nowhere and done a job for Liverpool that Jurgen Klopp's rewarded him with a new contract. And I have no complaints with that. And I think Origi's happy with the position of... I don't have to... I may not start every game, but if you need me, I'm there. And he's got the attitude to pursue. Should If, if Firmino is injured, Salah's injured, or Mane to step up and be that guy for Liverpool. Um, so, last season, he was under the radar. This season, the spotlight will be on him because of what he's done for us last season. And I think for that reason, Klopp hasn't signed a backup striker. Um, Moreno going, he was a backup fullback to Robertson. Um, will he sign a backup left-back? No. Slightly worrying, but at the same time, I think he's thinking James Milner, he's getting older with age. 
he's going to be a utility player. And um, he's going to be playing left back, maybe right back. Uh, in times where there's an injury or a suspension or just if a player needs rest, um, I think Jurgen Klopp will use Milner in that way. And you could argue, yes, we could probably find a better position. You shouldn't rely on a 34-year-old left-back. Um, which is 34-year-old to cover X, Y, and Z positions. Um, I would like to see that, that LaRucci guy, however you pronounce his name, possibly step up to the first team if he's ready. But I don't think he's ready to be a backup yet. So in that instance, I think Klopp's opting with Milner. Going left back. Um, in terms of right back, I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, he's gonna do Trent and Gomez, but I don't want to see Gomez as a fullback. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's how he got injured last time playing right back. He, it's, it's not on natural position, but it's just, it just doesn't work. Cause Trent is such a good provider, and he's a playmaker from a right back position. We rely on him heavy. Him and Robertson, they both tallied. Double figures in assists, and I think we'll see that again this season. And I'm hoping when it comes to the big games that Klopp doesn't go conservative and plays Trent more often. Um, but yeah, and also you got the return of Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, who can play attacking midfield, but he's been away for about 15 months with an injury. I know he's he's completed pre-season now, but we will not see the best of Ox for a while. So, uh, even though he's now ready for to play this season, that's another reason why Klopp hasn't signed possibly a Fekir after what happened last season. I've heard rumours about Coutinho wanting to come. Um, I don't want him. I don't want Coutinho back for that reason. I don't think Klopp's opted to sign anyone. And now it's just the front three. Will the front three stay fit all season? This is our biggest risk, and I think Klopp has taken a gamble again. Last season, they were all relatively fine. One or two maybe had niggling injuries, but it wasn't like, oh, you're out for a month kind of injuries. And I think Klopp is opting with the front three again, that they will not be injured significantly, which is a gamble. It's a huge gamble. Compared to Man City, where if Alguero's injured, they got Gabriel Jesus. If Mahrez is injured, they got Sane, Sterling, Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, David Silva. See how these names just roll off the tongue. And this is why we are comparing ourselves to Man City squad. If we don't have that, we're not going to have that. Yes, we lost the Premier League by one point. But the reason we lost by one point was because Man City took more points off us than we took off them. I believe we could have a replica season where we pushed Man City all the way like last time. But we need to take points off them if we are to do it. And we can stay unbeaten at home all season. I'm I'm not worried about that in the slightest. It's those mid-table games where it's 1-1. And we're not taking enough shots. 
and you need them AMs, them them players that can shoot outside the box and catch a keeper off guard and the ball goes in. We need that. I mean, that's why we need Oxalade, we need Katar to come clutch in those moments for us. Another reason why I think Klopp will probably not sign anyone. Um, and yeah, I think it's a gamble. It's, it is a gamble, not going to lie. But at the same time, I cannot complain with how far Jurgen Klopp is taking this side. Um, so I think he has the right to not be criticised in that sense. And we have to see how that goes. Now, the Liverpool curse. Every time we finish second, the following season, we do not finish in the top four. It happened in 91-92, I think in 01-02, um, 08-09. And this season, we'll, we'll see what will happen. Um, but I think we will finish top two again. Just on the basis that when it happened last time, we lost Alonso, and that and that literally, Alonso was the core of the spine, and losing him, losing him was significant. So, and that affected Liverpool, and that's why we finished in the Europa League. But this time, we are our, everyone. We got a bunch of Liverpool players in their prime. No one has left. Everyone is tied to long-term contracts. Um, and for that reason, there's there's no reason why we can't push Man City all the way. Will it be 90-point season? I don't know. But I think 90 is the new 80. So if we are to win the league, especially with how Man City just collect three points like that, we have to aim for at least 90 points. Um... And yeah, and we will see how we are like against Man City this week in the Community Shield on Sunday. Um, it's only a friendly. It won't really tell much, but it is a nice pre-season trophy to get the confidence rolling and the ball rolling to see how well we can progress this season. Um, so yeah, if you're a Liverpool fan hearing this and you're complaining about signings, just trust in Klopp. There's a reason why other other teams are signing players. They will finish 25 points below us. They have to make signings to significantly reduce that gap. And maybe they will, maybe they won't. It's a transition year for Man United. It's a transition year for Chelsea. Um, so I'm not too worried about Chelsea, Man United. Arsenal, they've addressed... Their issues attacking wise, but they have not bought a new centre back. They have the defence is still suspect as always. So for that reason, I think them three teams will be battling for fourth spot, and Tottenham will stay third, and it will be us and Man City competing for the title again. And yeah, that's why I'm not too worried about signings. And obviously the winter break, the introduction of VAR, we will see how many points. Will be won and lost. It'll be a completely different season, I reckon, to how it was last season. Um, where we, you might even see mid-table teams collect more points than usual. Leicester, Wolves, and Everton. I think they will take more points off top six this year than we were seeing thanks to VAR. Um, 
yeah, we are down for an interesting season. I don't want to say too much. I don't think there's much more that needs to be said. Um, yeah, I think and that's my season preview. Um, it's it's good to be back on the podcast. Uh, hopefully, we are in for another roller coaster season of highs, and we win more trophies and all that jazz. So I'm signing out now. Um, hopefully, I'll do a podcast Sunday about the community shield between Man City and Liverpool and how that went on and how I think we'll fare for next Friday when we open the Premier League against Norwich. So thank you for listening to LFC Reactions. Please like this podcast, share it, um, all that stuff. Thank you for listening. Cheers.